Wait, that was a different VW commercial. All anyone wants to do in life is make it. We want to be successful and live full lives achieving what we set out to do. We all want to sew our Achiever merit badges on our sashes. You guys got your sashes in the mail, right? Everyone has a different idea of what making it means, though. For some, it's making money. For others, it's making babies. Others want to make it big in Hollywood. In 1992, I just wanted to make it with Danica McKellar, a.k.a. Winnie Cooper on The Wonder Years, if you know what I mean. Holding hands. Now, in 2010, I'd be happy making it with Danica in a completely different sense of the word. Solving for X. She has a PhD in mathematics. You sick bastards. I have an evolving set of standards as to what constitutes having made it. I think this is a good thing. It's good to have goals, and it's good to change them as your situation changes. If you don't, you'd get as far as don't shit your pants, and you'd be set for life. Well, the first 80 years or so. Right now I've got some long-term goals. Stuff like buy real estate in one of the Dakotas, and have a chess move named after me, and stab a hobo just to watch him bleed. Then, of course, there's the short-term stuff like taking out the recycling, and flossing. And then there are these sort of middle ground kind of goals, like catch up on the last six Zelda games, and finish writing that screenplay about the talking ICBM. Working title, Steve, the talking intercontinental ballistic missile. I find these middle-of-the-road goals the most troublesome. They're hard to define, and they're always changing. They also tend to be simultaneously the easiest and the hardest to achieve. And not because Princess Zelda keeps getting princess-napped and Steve is unable to find true love while he's stuck in the missile silo. I don't mean these particular goals, I mean these type of goals. The more than flossing but less than buying a ranch in a Dakota goals. These goals are problematic because it's difficult to determine what's achievable and what isn't. And for that matter, what's even important? I mean, stabbing hobos? Achievable and definitely important. Taking out the recycling? Definitely achievable, definitely important. Defeating the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, the Legend of Zelda Minish Cap, the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, and the Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks? Kind of important. Sort of achievable? Really, it depends on the game. Side note, I just realized it's only five Zelda games. I actually did beat The Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. Go me. Finally, there are times when there's something I think is important, but I later learn it wasn't important at all, and, if anything, was kind of stupid. See also Steve the Talking Intercontinental Ballistic Missile. For example, when I was a teenager, I thought if I could own a mid-90s Volkswagen Jetta, I would have finally arrived as an adult. Preferably a black one, but I could handle a blue or a green one if need be. Not a red one, though, because that raises your insurance premiums. And no model later than 1998, because after that they start to look like Audis. And it has to be a manual transmission. Oh, and no automatic windows, because you never know when you're going to accidentally drive your black mid-90s manual transmission Jetta, with the Bose stereo option, obviously, into a pond and need to roll the windows down to escape the rapidly flooding vehicle, since, unlike beetles, Jettas don't float. 
Suffice to say, there was a list of requirements, and I thought, if only I had this car, everything else would fall into place. I was like Edward Norton in Fight Club, only this was before Fight Club, and instead of a Swedish yin-yang coffee table, it was a German sedan with decent gas mileage. As it turns out, though, I didn't need that Jetta. My grandparents' old Buick Century was just fine. Sure, the tape deck didn't work very well, and it was red, which probably raised my premiums, but it was more pat than the Jetta ever would have been. It was Farfignugan in its own special way. In fact, I couldn't even imagine myself driving a Jetta at this point. It wouldn't be me. I'm not Jetta material. Mr. Roboto, I am not. Eventually, I got rid of the Buick, got another Buick, then got rid of that Buick, and now have a subway system. Now my new goal is to never even have a car, unless it's a smart car, because I can't parallel park. But I guess that's what happens to goals. It's not so much that you reach them or you don't reach them. It's that you reach them or they change before you reach them. They reach you. Did this just turn into a Wonder Years voiceover? Or maybe a Doogie Howser journal entry? Point is, goals change. And sometimes it turns out things you once thought were important actually weren't. Who knows, someday maybe I'll no longer want to buy real estate in one of the Dakotas, and maybe I won't want a chess move named after me. Nah, who am I kidding? The Dakotas are awesome, and a chess move would be totally sweet. I'm not sure what it would be, but I've already got a name. The Rafferty Gambit. Given my chess skills, it'll probably involve sacrificing a piece which later turns out to have been necessary to win. But now we're getting ahead of ourselves. I need to focus on my short-term goals. After all, this intercontinental ballistic missile isn't going to write its own dialogue. That would just be silly.